Hey team, this is Grant David Collins and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place for people who do not want to wait until they're rich or retired to create meaning, impact, and connection with their time, talents, and money, regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of viewing your service as a lifestyle and not as a project. So let's get started. One of the most common ways that somebody is introduced to giving or service is through a formal service project. I'm talking about that park cleanup you were involved with or the donation or food drive that you were a part of picking up donations in your neighborhood or even helping your neighbor move. Uh, These things usually have a formal start and end time, and most of the time, they also come with a free slice of pizza. Now, there is nothing wrong with this introduction to service and giving. In fact, my entire journey leading up to Basement Philanthropy and the work I'm involved with now uh, came from these types of segmented experiences that began to expose me to this world that was out there. But the challenge comes when we leave it in that space, when we keep service as a project and we don't graduate to a more holistic way of viewing, giving, and philanthropy in our individual lives. And the reason why I use this term graduating is because If we can move ourselves from this project-focused way of giving to a lifestyle of giving, then all of a sudden we get to take advantage of a lot of really incredible things that can be developed and learned by making this transition or by graduating in this way. If you think of giving like wearing glasses, that is something that I am very familiar with. Glasses are something that you put on every single day to see. Now, there are specific types of glasses that show up in areas that they are needed. For example, sunglasses that you wouldn't wear on a reoccurring basis. Like you wear them outside when it's sunny. And if it isn't that way, People are likely to think like, what are you, why are you wearing sunglasses when you are in the dark or in a store or whatever you are doing when it doesn't meet those specific conditions? And that's how service projects are. They are things that we deploy in very specific scenarios that allow us to accomplish something that is really important and needed at the time, but it doesn't cover the full spectrum or gamut of what a regular pair of prescription glasses do for us. Those prescription glasses allow us to see the world in a different way in really all scenarios. And that clarity that comes from those glasses allow us to be able to live our lives in a really spectacular way if you suffer from any type of vision impairment. So as we start to look at turning service and giving into a lifestyle or or something that happens on a reoccurring basis, something that you look through, that is a really good way of viewing it. And 
it's because service and giving show up everywhere. Like it is challenging to compartmentalize these things because they are in every single domain that we operate in our families, our communities, our work, our religious groups, our sports teams, like you name it, giving and service can show up in this area. But so much of the time we try and keep it at arm's length because it's it's easier to digest. But the progress and the impact that we have when we view giving like that, it's just decreased by so much. And the opposite is also true. When we start to look through those glasses in more of a full-time way, everything starts to grow into operating and fulfilling on that intention that we have as people that want to get outside of themselves and fill of the fulfillment and joy and connection that can happen when you get involved in this work and do something with their lives that is a little bit bigger than just whatever their day-to-day would be if they weren't looking outside themselves. So if you've made it this far in the podcast, you are probably thinking, okay, Grant, like this, this all makes sense. And I'm a person that wants to be involved with this, but how do I go from viewing service and giving in this formal project way to transitioning more into that lifestyle of giving. And before we talk about kind of what you can do to to start doing that, I want to talk about what shows up as a barrier to entry for a lot of people as they look to be involved with making this change in the way that they see this concept. The biggest barrier that I continue to run into, we've talked about this before in the podcast, and I will talk about it again because we continue to see that as the major barrier, is this concept of people believing that their little interactions on a day-to-day basis do not amount to anything significant. So much of what we do shades us from that, protects us from that. We sit in our rooms and on our couches watching Netflix and scrolling through TikTok, and we are one of hundreds of thousands of people watching or commenting or liking or doing these types of things. And that barrier and those activities shield us from seeing that our actions and the things that we are involved with have the potential to do something that is bigger than ourselves. I gave an analogy to a friend the other day as I was I was talking about this, that it's like somebody looking on the sidelines at some sort of professional sport that is being played. Let's just say soccer. If we're on the sidelines looking and, and watching and saying, man, I would love to play soccer. I would love to be on that field. But we think that the only way to get on that field is by putting on some shin guards and cleats, and then automatically we're going to jump into it and be a professional soccer player. We're going to be disappointed every single time and never get the momentum to be able to do that. But 
as you start to be proactive and make the decision to give in your life in really small and very simple ways, what you do is you start to prime this pump of impact. You start to believe that, oh man, when I did X, Y, and Z, something actually happened. And and I could see how that could snowball into something that is bigger and better. And so I'm going to list off 15 things that you could potentially be involved with in this proactive nature that can help you transition from this project-oriented way of viewing giving and service into a lifestyle, into something that you think about and are operating around all the time or as much as you you can. And it'll start out smaller and become bigger and bigger um, as you live your life. And some periods of your life will be smaller, others will be larger. It ebbs and flows. But overall, as we begin to look through this pair of glasses, that's when we start to make real impactful progress. So here are 15 examples that you could proactively do in the next couple days that are reachable to everybody that is listening. Okay, number one, you could pay for someone's meal or drink. This could be somebody that you know or you don't know the next time you go out and are eating in public There's a big opportunity to do this. One of my favorite ways to do this actually is to offer to pay for dessert for the people that are around you. Most people don't end up getting dessert at restaurants. And so it's a really fun way uh, to be able to do that. And as you go into that experience saying, I'm going to offer to buy dessert for these people. It's a pretty cool way to get involved. Okay. The second thing is that you can smile and say hello to people that you pass on the street. Now, this is something that might seem like, oh yeah, Grant, like we should be doing that anyway. But think about the last time you walked down the street, did you avoid people as you were passing them? I know I do that all the time. And it's something that you can be a little bit more proactive about. Okay, the third thing, you could listen attentively when someone is speaking to you. What a gift to be able to give somebody and to start the day off and say, you know what, I'm going to find a time today that that I can just think about somebody who deserves or, or needs to be listened to, and I'm going to take the time to be with them. I'm not going to multitask. I'm not going to walk around my house. I'm going to sit with them or sit on the phone in the same spot so that I can really hear them. Yeah, what a gift. Okay, number four, you could write a thank you note to someone who has helped you. And if you don't know of an experience that you would write a thank you note to, start getting the supplies so that when that happens, you can be a little bit more proactive there. Okay, number five, offer to babysit for a friend or family member who has children that are of the age that need to be babysat. Number six, uh, you could offer to help a neighbor with yard work or other household chores. Uh, These can be people who are either too old to be involved with those things or they are really busy or they have a big family or whatever it might be. Or maybe they don't have any reason that they would need help, but it would just be nice for them to have some company. Like awesome way to get involved and be a little bit more proactive about giving and start to exercise this lifestyle so we can move down the line a little bit. Okay, 
Number seven, you could bring in treats to your coworkers or classmates to share. Man, everybody likes the guy that brings donuts to the office or class. So like do that. Doesn't take that much time or effort and people will appreciate it. And you could bring vegetables if you don't want to bring donuts. Okay. Number eight, uh, leave a positive review for a local business. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big deal. Businesses are ways that people support their families. And although that is how they get money and we often try to compartmentalize that too, like you don't have to do that. Like that's a really great option uh, to be able to, the next time you feel, hey, this was a really good experience. Yeah, let them know about it. Okay, number nine, offer to help a child with reading or homework. For those of you who are parents, you know how consistent you have to be involved with helping your kids. And it's a little bit of a drain. So if someone walked up to you that you knew and trusted and said, hey, can I help your kid with math today? Like, and they had a good relationship. I think that'd be really awesome. Okay, number 10, uh, leave a generous tip for a server or delivery person. Uh, We've talked about that a lot on this podcast before. I've had really good experiences with that. It's something you can go into the experience saying, today, going to give this person a, a, a bigger tip. Uh, number 11, cook a meal for a friend or family member who is sick, going through a hard time, or just deserves a meal. Like nothing bad has to be happening in someone's life for them to get a free meal. Like it, you can do that for people who are just living life and it would be nice to show your love for them. Uh, number 12, donate blood or sign up to be an organ donor pretty incredible things that can have literal life changing impacts on people. And we can be involved with those. We can go and be proactive and sign up for them. Uh, Number 13, clean up litter in your local community. You just heard how big of a impact that can make on people's lives. Uh, Number 14, create homeless kits. So instead of having to choose between money or not, as far as donating to somebody, uh, building homeless kits with gift cards and socks and um, first aid supplies or, or different hygiene things that they might need. It's an awesome way to be a little bit proactive and start to live that lifestyle a little bit better. Um, and number 15, uh, share a copy of a book with a friend who may need it. Something that has impacted your life, whether that is from a state of self-help or just you really enjoyed a book and you thought it might be useful for somebody, like really solid ways of operating and potentially giving back. So as you take the time to be involved with these types of things, to proactively start to put on these glasses and work in your sphere of influence to create good with these types of things, What you'll start to experience is what happens when you are consistent with anything in your life. You begin to improve and be able to understand and be able to interact with it in a way that is deeper and more impactful. And that really is, at the end of the day, the most important thing about viewing service and giving through the lens of a lifestyle and not a project. And that is we can start to have deep, consistent, impactful giving experiences. 
And as we start to prime that pump so that we can start the engine of our philanthropy and giving, and we see these little experiences, ways that we can get involved, we start to be able to ask those questions about sustainability and stability and and impact and how we're going to be doing those certain things. And that starts to turn these projects that we're involved with into really impactful experiences. I'm by no means saying we should get rid of projects, but I'm saying that we should use them in a way that they are a part of our giving lifestyle and not the lifestyle itself. So I'm going to end this podcast today with a little bit of a homework assignment. So get ready to jot it down or write it or set a reminder or whatever it is that you do on your end. And the homework is this. I want you to think seven days in advance. I want you to think over the next seven days, what is one thing that you could do from that list that I just named for you? And I will drop in the podcast and YouTube description boxes so you can view them again. Which one of these projects will you do in the next seven days? And I will be following up with you next week on this podcast, and I will do the exact same thing on my end. You can absolutely count on me for that. Well, team, that's it for me. Let's go out in the world and create good with the money and the time and the talents that all of us have to share in this world together. Talk soon.